ready to do this then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey everyone, welcome back to How Have You Never Seen That? I'm Melissa Curley. I'm Brielle Brooke. And tonight we are watching one of my absolute favorite movies, something that I really can't believe Brielle has never seen. A little bit different from some of the movies we've been watching, the classic, amazing Father of the Bride. Woohoo! So... <laughs> Or I guess we'll see how I feel about it. I think you're going to love it. I, I I have zero doubt that you are going to love this movie. Okay. That's, I think that's the first time you've said that. Because other movies are not necessarily... I mean, I don't know what genre this is, but I, I'm going to assume it's like there's romance. There's romance. So I'll probably like it. I mean, the word bride is in the title. I think it's right. safe to say there is romance anything, plays into this a little bit. Anything with a wedding, I, I'm pretty much guaranteed to like. I think you're going to love this so much. Like, I don't know about you, but I personally love wedding movies. Like, yes. I could watch wedding movies all the time, have always been like that. 100%. And this, to me, is the penultimate wedding movie. I love movies like 27 Dresses... A Cinderella Story, which isn't technically a wedding movie, but kind of is. She wears a wedding dress in it. <laughs> she I've, does wear a wedding I've dress. Seen, I've, I love those movies. So if this falls into that category, I'm, I'm really surprised I haven't seen it. I am so surprised. I mean, this movie did come out so much earlier than most of, like, the wedding rom-coms that you've when probably seen. I believe it's from the early 90s. Okay. Um, I'm going to double check on that. We'll let that you know explain. after the break. But it is a movie that... I have been watching probably since I was 10, and I just absolutely adore to the point that, like, when I was getting married, there were definitely things that were, like, in my phone, in my notes, like, that were named for characters in this movie. So many references made to this movie. I made sure to watch this movie as I was preparing for my own wedding, and it has a very special place in my heart and I wow. think that I can't wait to talk really to you. I can't wait to talk to you in detail about why this movie means so much to me, but I don't want to give anything away. Oh wow. My expectations are through the roof. I know. Now. And I never set giant expectations for you, but well, with this movie I something. can. I know you always keep are so calm and collected, but I can tell how important this movie yeah. is in your life. I think like I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been excited for you to watch everything. But I think maybe aside from Star Wars, this is the most excited I've been to show you a movie because it's something that I have such like a deep childhood memory, attachment, love for. Cool. Um, I'm excited yeah. too. So let's let's find out what you know about this movie as we have to. So let's just do briefly. What what do you know about this movie? Uh, nothing. I, I <laughs> genuinely know no, nothing about this movie. I've definitely heard of it. Like, when you say Father of the Bride, I'm not like, hmm, I don't even know what that is. But I absolutely know zero about it. I don't know who's in it. I don't know what it's about. Zero. Nothing. Okay. So you don't know anybody who's in it? Nope. Do you have a guess? Let's take a guess. Who's in this movie? Okay. When I try to picture who's in this movie, two people come to mind. Okay. One, and I don't know his name, but he's the, <laughs> he's, he's the dad in the American Pie franchise. Eugene Levy. Yes. Yes, Eugene Levy is one. The other, inexplicably, maybe because I think they look alike, is Robert De Niro. Okay. The other, wait, is there a third? Is there a third? Wait, maybe I'm not thinking of Robert De Niro. 
You're not. I'm thinking of the guy in Meet the Parents. Mm-hmm. That dad. Who's that dad? It's in... Phil Dunphy's dad. Meet the Parents? Yeah, that like... That is... Yeah, that is Robert De Niro. Is it? Okay, then... Oh, yeah. Wait. Then I'm right about Robert I'm, De Niro. I'm thinking of Meet the Fuckers. No, well, that's yeah, Dustin that Hoffman. Happen. That's not who I'm thinking of. I've never seen either of these movies. Okay, because... You've seen Meet the Parents. We watched it recently. Really? Yeah, you haven't seen Meet the Fuckers. Oh, you're right. Um, because the, the the person I always think that looks up look like Eugene Levy is um is is the announcer from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but that's yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of. So the the two people I think that are not both in it, but either like the <laughs> Could da- possibly be. obviously like the title is Father of the Bride. Yes. So when I think about movies I've seen where there's a father of a bride, kind of not Eugene Levy particularly, but like. <laughs> Meet the Parents comes to mind, like mm-hmm. an overprotective father, like old school. Like, I don't know if that's what this movie's about, but if it is, those are the two people that come to mind. I don't really have a that's guess. That's fair. I on, can see that. I'm sure there's a bride in the movie. There's I a would bride have to in guess. the movie. Um, no one really comes to mind for that. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't think you'll know who the bride is, okay. actually. Yeah. Um, although... I mean, uh, you don't actually know who this ha- who this actress is. I can tell you that much. You might have seen her in things. She actually was on an episode of The Flash recently, and I recognized her, and I got so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And I'm not even going to tell you the character name, but I was like, that's that. <laughs> and Matt thought <laughs> I was crazy. <laughs> I don't know how else to not say her oh, name. Okay. And I was really proud of myself, actually, that I was right. <laughs> but, yeah, so I can tell you that you will not know the actress who plays the bride. Okay. But there will definitely be other people in this movie who you will know. Like Eugene Levy. Yes. <laughs> and Robert De Niro. And Robert De Niro. Both, I'm excited. Both definitely. Fathers of the bride. Fathers of the. There's the, the twist. There's the twist. She has two dads. That <laughs> is a movie I'm down for. I know. I'm ready for it. Well, we could do the birdcage. Where they're the have two. Have you seen the birdcage? No. <gasps> Why? If you oh. ask, have you seen, the answer will be no oh, for me okay that's going on the list okay that is absolutely going on the list great that is a fantastic movie and you will love it okay and i'll there, take your word and i will tell like you I have because i've already time. spoiled this much there are two dads <laughs> i love it and it's fantastic perfect i can't wait okay so write your plot for this movie without knowing what it is about what do you think father of the bride is going to be about Honestly, my gut is telling me, which has really led me down the right path so far. (laughs) Absolutely. That this movie is about a father of a bride. Let's just start there. (laughs) Solid opening. Uh, You know, the relationship between the two. Now, maybe the dad like a Robert De Niro, which I still think he could be him. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see who it actually is. (laughs) Uh, Is very overprotective and the fiance or you know yeah I guess fiance um has to like jump through a lot of hoops to impress the father of this bride and win him over in order to uh have a successful engagement marriage life with his daughter I I think he's very disapproving of the fiance well Moses trying not to laugh I'm just looking at you with love um and (laughs) And he, you know, I I guess I'm thinking the fiance is a big character in this, maybe equally or more so than the bride herself. I don't know. I'm just looking at it like the dad is like, nah, like you can't marry my daughter. And then he's like, I'll have to prove myself. <laughs> That's, I guess, what the movie's about. 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I think a, a, a father of a bride needs to approve of a marriage. Great. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this movie with you. That's my, my prediction. I mean, like, that's a basic prediction. I basically am just stealing from other, like, rom-com plots. Definitely. So... I'm so excited. I feel like we should just stop talking about it and watch it because I good to me. can't wait to get into it. Father of the Bride, here we go. We'll be back shortly. Hey guys, while Brielle and I are off watching our movie, we want to give a shout out to our amazing sponsors over at Parked Comic. Written by Matt Curley and illustrated by Brennan Kahn, Parked tells the story of a ragtag group of co-workers stirring up trouble at an old rundown amusement park. Pre-orders are now available at parkedcomic.com. We think you're going to love it. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. Da, 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 da. I'll spare everyone. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, you know, there's so few times that I've seen a wedding movie or definitely no time that I've, actually no, one time I went to a wedding where they actually played the wedding march. Did they use the wedding march in this movie? I think so. I think so. I'm pretty sure they did. We just watched it. We should know this. I but... <laughs> should know this. Well, it's stuck in my head for a I reason, they, isn't it? I think they do, because I think every time I watch it, I remember, like, thinking to myself, like, oh, they actually used the wedding march. There's so many traditional wedding elements in this movie, and then also so many untraditional wedding elements. Oh, 100%. I'm ready to talk weddings. I, I don't know. know. I don't know about you. I'm really excited to break this down. Talking about weddings is one of my favorite things. Me too. So, yeah. Welcome to the wedding episode, a special... How have you never seen that (laughs) wedding edition? Yeah, weddings are my thing, for sure. I think you know that. I do know that. (laughs) I'm sitting in Melissa's living room right now where you you don't know this, but her entire wall is covered in photos of my wedding. Of her wedding. And it's beautiful. It's Um, just beautiful. Yes, I've been in... Oh, God, I don't know if I could count the number of weddings I've been a bridesmaid in at this point, but... I've been my the first wedding I was ever in was 15 years ago almost at this or wow. more than 15 years ago at this point. So, I I like to consider myself a wedding expert. I have a lot of friends out there who I hope are listening to this because guys, come on. If you're not, we have to talk. But my fellow bridesmaids <laughs> who I think would have a lot to say on this, but we're going to get into all these wedding facts. I want to do a really quick rundown of like a couple of things about actors and scenes and Let's then we're gonna it. really dive into this love it um so this movie starts off also in a way that you don't traditionally see anymore but it's such a traditional way of actually putting all of the big cast members up at the front yeah um and you got so excited when it said diane keaton i love diane keaton that is my note so <laughs> much my one of my favorite movies <laughs> I feel like people are gonna judge me so hard but one of my favorite movies is because I said so great movie I love all my favorite movies are like classic rom-coms and I don't even think that really falls into the realm of a classic because I don't think that many people even saw that movie but it certainly falls into my classics it is such a good movie it is such starring a good movie. Diane Keaton Mandy Moore 
that guy that plays Harvey now in Suits. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his real name, but he's beautiful. Um, Lauren Graham. Killer <sighs> cast. Piper Perabo. It's so great. It's an incredible movie. If you haven't seen that movie, definitely. It's a, such a feel-good classic romantic comedy. Definitely see it. And I just now, after seeing that so many years ago and so many times, I just love anything Diane Keaton. I agree. I also love Diane Keaton's Instagram. I don't follow her on oh Instagram. Oh my goodness. I need to change that you right now. have to follow Look her on Instagram. Look at me changing that right now. She's so fantastic. Does She's... she wear all the same outfits as she always does? Yeah. So actually it's mostly about that. So her <laughs> entire yes. Instagram is basically like either mirror selfies or just pictures of her. But you like don't see her face in any of them. And she wears all this crazy fashion. And then... She talks about it, and I think she knows Ooh, how ridiculous I'm she is at it right now. Oh, it's so great! There's also a lot of dogs, which <laughs> that's the best kind of Instagram. It's like crazy fashion and dogs, right? I'm so glad I'm following her now. She's so awesome. She's just like so her own person, and I, I love her for that. Yeah, um, she's awesome. So I was very excited to see that she was in this movie. Yes, you were. She was the first name to pop up. Um, or no, it was, it was Steve probably Martin. Steve Martin. First. I think I missed him <laughs> i think i missed that credit for some reason so i didn't realize he was in it until Aww. he showed up but he was yeah. the first thing to show up and then you also got super excited about bd wong okay guys i love bd wong all my law and order svu fans come up and celebrate bd wong with me <laughs> bd wong i love him he plays i actually forgot his character name but he's the psychologist for the SVU department in Law and Order. I have never watched an episode of Law and Order. You haven't? <laughs> no. Oh my god! Maybe we should start a new podcast where I introduce you to all the procedurals that I watch. Oh my! I didn't like know Law this and about Order, you. Suits. I love procedurals, especially Law and Order SVU. No, I was never really into them. I mean, I watched Castle. It's probably yeah, the closest that I I've got to anything episodes. on those lines. I've seen a few episodes. Um, no, Law and Order is incredible. B.D. Wong is great on that show. And fun fact, he was also in the original cast of Rent. Or actually, no, he was not in the original cast. I believe he was just in a cast of Rent on Broadway. Oh. He is awesome. Yeah, so yeah, your initial reactions I loved. Because it was Diane Keaton and B.D. Wong. And then the music started. And you were very happy with the soundtrack. Which I was so thrilled about. Because I was very worried it wasn't John Williams. And I just didn't know how you were going to react with it, a non-John Williams score. But well, I knew this wasn't going to be a John Williams movie. Well, it's Father that. of the Bride. It's but not like Father of the Bride, Star Wars. <laughs> no. <laughs> Star Wars, episode 10, oh, Father of the Bride. Oh, could you imagine if, like, this whole thing happened, but it was, like, Darth Vader and <gasps> Princess Leia was getting married? That would be great, I would actually. watch that movie. But no, I, I was just very glad for you that you still enjoyed the soundtrack because I know it's so important to you. It is. It really is. Yeah. Uh, other favorite things about this movie. I'm just kind of like running down the list of yeah. favorite things about this movie because I don't think we're going to break this ne- down no. scene by scene necessarily. It's not that complex. But that house, that house is my dream house forever. And ever, and I love it so. So let's much. just like share a little bit about <laughs> Melissa's love of houses. Oh my god, this is the we third episode that I've talked we about. We don't watch a movie without Melissa saying that house. Oh my god, that house. 
Which, honestly, she's not wrong. Like, that house is beautiful. <laughs> and it's a very, like, uh, picturesque, beautiful, large so family perfect. home. And they're an adorable family. I love I think we need to talk that. about them them for okay. a minute. Let's do that. Um, Because they're a really cute family. Really beautiful family. I mean, when your mom is Diane Keaton and your dad's Steve Martin. Of course. You, you are beautiful. But... Um, what's her name, the main character? Annie. Annie. Yeah, she's played by Kimberly she's Williams. gorgeous. Kimberly, Kimberly Williams, who I couldn't say earlier, even Kimberly though... Kimberly Williams related to our friend John. No, at least not that I know. Well, I guess Kimberly Williams. Know. She's now Kimberly Williams Paisley, I believe. But she was Kimberly Williams in this movie. She was gorgeous. I love... And, I just love the family dynamic yeah, And little this. Kieran Culkin. So cute. Playing Maddie. And I love... I love every relationship in this movie. The parents the father daughter the mother daughter the and annie and maddie brother and sister let's just say first off that i was wrong about what i thought the plot of this movie was gonna oh, be oh yeah you which, were so far off which, it was i you know great. usually right I mean, there's um, a little bit of like father you know there doesn't was definitely want his daughter a, getting married it's, obviously it's but. called father of the bride so you expect there to be you know a father kind of like semi disapproving of his daughter's wedding in some way which is just a classic trope <laughs> but this movie was actually very interesting when was it from again the 90s yeah it's from i feel like i think it's 1995 i'm pretty sure i looked this up right before we started and immediately forgot because it, um, it kind of like no 1991 same hook it kind of straddled the line between like oh, wow, I was actually surprised that they were pretty accepting that their very young daughter was getting married so quickly yeah, after like, this whirlwind. Yeah, she's like 22. Yeah, like this guy that she met abroad. I was very surprised by that in one way, which I thought was progressive, but then it like straddled the line of like, at, in some moments I was like, this is like, what you know, we don't need his dad's permission for all these things. Like, there were some more old world views on like fatherhood and, you know, daughters moving on and and getting married that i was like okay like we don't need all that but it is it being from 1991 explains a lot about that because yeah in some ways kind of it was right a on little... that that borderline exactly exactly because, i mean weddings nowadays i mean i will say like i mean when matt and i got engaged he actually did ask my parents permission that's but, very that's still very common but actually i believe my dad's reaction to him was basically like pretty much like the only permission you need is from my daughter right you know and it had nothing to do with not wanting to give an answer or wanting you know my dad loves matt and he knew this was a long time coming and was thrilled for us but in his head it was well you don't need to ask my permission like right. It's, I feel like it's almost like a little bit of just like a courtesy sort of tradition at this point. I know there right. are definitely some families that you have to ask permission, but I, I find it weird. Even like the idea of like giving away the bride, right. but I do think it's sweet, of course, to be walked down the aisle by, well, in, in my case, both my parents. Right. But. Woohoo, Jews. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually one of the things when I watch Father of the Bride that, like, it's super cute that Maddie gets to walk his mom down the aisle, but I'm yeah. always like, but why isn't she walking her daughter down the I aisle? I know. I think we both said something about that while we were watching. Yeah. I was like, I really like that in the Jewish tradition, both parents are walking the daughter down the aisle. I know. I do love that so much. This podcast has really just turned into our thoughts on weddings. It's, it's going <laughs> to get general. there. It is 100% going to go there this episode. But, but you knew like Steve Martin's character was going to be crazed about this wedding, not necessarily approving. 
And then Diane Keaton's character really did fall into that, like, traditional trope of the mother just being overly supportive about yes. this. That's where I'm, when I say, like, it wasn't necessarily, you know, super progressive. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Of course. Um, it was just like, okay. I think also this is another one of those instances where my views now on this movie and my views when I used to watch this when I was younger are so different because when right. I was younger... I was like, why is the dad getting so crazy? Like, his daughter's just getting married, and, you know, his wife's on board, and I just look, look at Diane Keaton and be like, yeah, this is she's how going right. to be with my mom, and yeah. she's right, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, no, Steve Martin, you were right. She just met this man, and you've never met him, and she's getting married? Are you crazy? I couldn't <laughs> think, and, and obviously it was my first time seeing this, but I... I completely was on his side the whole time. I was like, Diane, like, what are you thinking? You don't know this man. You don't know this man. Why are you so supportive of this? I mean, when I think there's a line that she says to Steve Martin when she makes a comment about him being up every night watching America's Most Wanted looking for the headshot of, yeah. of Brian. Yeah. And I used to roll my eyes at it so much, but now I'm like, yeah. If my daughter came home and was like, I just met this man three months ago and you don't know him and we're getting married, you bet your ass I'd be all over Google looking for that guy. Yeah. So things change. It really was a very interesting take though because the movie wasn't super like plot driven. The plot of the movie is she's getting married. Yeah. And, and dad's and it's, losing his mind. Yeah, it's really just it's more about the family dynamics, which I really think was was really interesting and, and they did it super well. They really do. You also went out some it's a monologue style movie. Yes. He's he is the um narrator yeah. of the movie. And it starts at the end and then goes back to where it all yep. started. Yeah. Which I actually love. Yeah. It was I don't know where else I've seen that, but I feel like that's an older style of yeah. movies where, you know, the main character also is narrating. But I liked it. Yeah, I think it's great. I love hearing his perspective on all of it. And I think it really, like, gets to the heart of it in some instances. This was Um, just, like, a feel-good movie. I don't even know, like, how much there is to, like, dissect on this one. I know. know. Well, I do. I still have some some stuff that we need to talk about. Well, I do want to talk about the fact that you made a comment, like, halfway through the movie that Steve Martin reminded you of my dad. (laughs) Which. (laughs) Oh, Arnie. (laughs) Which actually made me laugh because Steve Martin reminds me of my uncle. (laughs) But the relationship, like, that father-daughter relationship was always such a big part of, you know, my life. And I'm very, very close with my dad. And so this movie always, it, it hit home so hard. And the relationship between... Um, between George Banks and Annie Banks. I just, it's so sweet and I I feel that so deep and it, I cry at so many points in this movie because I think about my relationship with my dad and my dad and I actually watched this movie together like close to my wedding. We picked a night and we got together and we watched this. Are and, you kidding me? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I do think that this is a movie that if I saw when I was, like, a teenager, mm-hmm. that I would definitely be, like, wide-eyed and, like, teary-eyed. Yeah. There definitely were some moments of that, but it's hard to watch at this age, especially since the girl getting married is younger than me. Yeah, she's a baby. <laughs> to be, like, oh, like, to look at it in any sort of, like, 
wow, like that's me. Like I didn't get any feeling yeah. like that. Could not have. Yeah, I was I was age, probably like ten or eleven when I watched this for the I first time. I would have too at that age. But yeah. now I was just like, she's getting married. Yeah. She's super young. Okay. Yeah. But I love just like that whole concept of like her dad looking at her like a child. Like that I love that scene when she first tells her parents that she's engaged and he looks across the table and he sees this little girl in pigtails and she's like, Daddy, I met a man in Rome and he's wonderful and we're getting married. My heart like, stopped. That's what I love so much about this movie. Like, it really was about him learning to let go of, like, his daughter being a child and, like, yeah. a dad's journey to that. It was adorable. And it didn't, like, offend me in that no. way at all. It wasn't like, uh, my daughter can't do this or do that. It was just, like, him... No, like remembering her as a child and she goes away for a few months and comes back and is a full adult which is yeah. just like what yeah i i call this an emotional comedy that is, is how that is i classify this perfect genre for <laughs> it it's an emotional comedy because you laugh and cry throughout the entire thing but it's also lighthearted, and steve martin is just amazing and then we have to talk about martin short in there which so i don't know if you remember this it must have been about a month and a half ago we were at work and you said something I don't remember what it was or what it was about and I looked at you and I went why did you just turn into Martin Short and bother the bride and you cracked up and our coworker who was sitting next to you cracked up and then both of you looked at me because you realized that neither of you had any idea what I was talking about yeah no I didn't do you remember what I was saying I don't remember what you were saying but you said something in like some weird accent and you sounded like Martin Short in this movie who like his accent I mean, one of my notes here was, I think you just, like, blurted out, how do they keep a straight face? I didn't Bronk. understand how um, they kept a straight face while they while he spoke to them. It must have been, I also said it must have been so fun to film that. Oh, yeah. Like, those scenes with him must have been hilarious. And Steve Martin and Martin Short are, like, best friends. Wow. I didn't, I don't know. Oh, they anything. tour together. Oh, that's They do so comedy cute. together, and Steve Martin plays the banjo. Oh, adorable. Did you know that Steve Martin plays the banjo? I actually did know that. Yeah. He's, he's pretty cool. He's got his whole band and everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're like besties. And Martin Short in this movie is, I think, just such a classic character. Um, I love him so much. Yeah, I don't know. There's just like notes on here that just say Martin Short's accents. Because he has 12 million different he accents. Has, he does have 12 million different accents. And they're hysterical. They're absolutely hysterical. Um, okay, so before we like really start breaking down more wedding stuff, I think... We have to talk about two things. The first of which is the scene at um, Brian's parents' house at the McKenzie's with Steve Martin when, or George Banks, when he starts snooping. (laughs) And a whole series of unfortunate events ends him in the pool. Oh, that was hard to watch. (laughs) And those, like, dogs, those, like, I don't know what kind of dogs those were. They're, like, German pinchers, maybe? Yeah, oh, man. They were attack dogs attacking him. Yes. They were great. doing their job. He was great. snooping. I don't know. I just think it's such a fantastic scene. I'm sorry you had trouble watching it. <laughs> no, no. It was hard to watch. Not in like, oh, I was painful. It was just like hard to watch him go through that. Like, like first of all, like jumping off the, the terrace, uh, like after the dogs were like going to attack him. Oh, yeah. And then like his poor wife, poor Diane Keaton. She is... does such a good job trying to cover for him. Yeah, she does a great job. But he ruins it. Yeah, he ruined it. But I just think that's one of the funniest moments in the movie. Um, closely followed by the 
hot dog bun incident in the supermarket. Uh, that was probably my favorite scene. I think that is the might be the greatest scene in this movie. It is the greatest scene in this movie, in my opinion. And so the thing that frustrates me, I don't know if you picked up on this. So he talks about the fact that there, when you buy hot dogs, it's I think it's eight hot dogs, and then in the buns, it's like twelve. It's twelve buns, right? But the thing is, he opens up so many bun packets that he now has, like, surpassed the number of buns as hot dogs. It's not about logic here, <laughs> Melissa. It's not about logic. It's about the principle, and I appreciated that. I know. I appreciated him sticking to his guns, lands him in jail, has a great scene with Diane Keaton. Such a great scene. Oh, they're so cute in this movie. I know. I they're, really love They're them. a great couple. I wish that they, they had done other things. I mean, there is a Father of the Bride part two. We should definitely watch at some point. I don't know if it needs to be podcasted about, but I think we you there are would actually love it. a bunch of movies we've watched that have sequels that we need to yeah. follow up on. Maybe sometime in the future. We'll start a different podcast, the sequel cast. <laughs> How have you never <laughs> seen this sequel? So yeah, let's let's get into all of this wedding planning just a little bit. I think because there's so many ridiculous things happen. Yeah. And also so many like really kind of difficult things because I can tell you like again when I was younger and I was watching this movie like the dad's getting so caught up in the cost and like yeah. you know Annie is trying to like figure out ways to cut money and all of that kind of stuff and you know as like a little girl I'm just like spend it all have a beautiful wedding and then having gone through planning a wedding that number gets so high so fast and budgeting is really really difficult and so like I'm kind of feeling him that cake was twelve thousand dollars that was insane that was insane that was one that was one of the first things they did in the planning of the wedding and And I was like you gave up that quick you're gonna give up on everything also it was a hideous cake yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> but like, was why like, do you need that giant, like, person-sized cake? I don't know. Well, they had, like, I think that, well, they had, like, 300 guests or something that they oh. had to cut down to, like, 150, he said. But I don't know. First of all, when you, I'm also very surprised that all those people said yes, because really only, like, 75% of your guest list will actually say yes. And then if it's an out-of-town wedding, it's even less. I I'm really just love that it was in their house, though. I know. They turned it into something so beautiful. That tent. But it's so sad. I know I'm, like, skipping to, like, kind of the end here, but it's so sad that he basically misses the whole thing. Which is so unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, like, there's that that many hours of a party and the entire time he's, like, moving cars and just taking care of emergencies. The end of this movie actually is my, is the only part of this movie that I do not like. I hate that entire sequence because... First of all, there's no way that would actually happen, and I feel like they were doing it for, like, comedic effect, but it wasn't funny. It was just sad, and there's no way there wasn't, like, a dance with her father. I didn't find it funny at all. Like, he wasn't wasn't in any pictures. I don't understand how this happened, and I, honestly, I'm mad at Frank. It's his fault. He's the wedding planner. He should have made sure that her dad was able to. He should have been the one fixing everything. Why was, why was he? Steve Martin yeah. the one fixing everything. Like, Frank made it beautiful, but then, like, he did a shit job day of. It's true. Just saying. I had an amazing day of wedding planner, and she would never have let that happen. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to shout out to my day of wedding planner, Amanda, who carried my wedding cake across the dance floor on one hand. I'm not even wow. kidding. Shout out to Amanda. They put the wedding cake somewhere in the room that I didn't want it to be, and it the table was not on wheels 
And I, like, went over to her and was like, hey, why is the cake in the corner? And she's like, oh, we're just going to cut it over there. And I was like, but we're supposed to cut it on the dance floor. And she was like, okay. And literally picked it up one-handed. I will post a photo, guys. It was epic. That is epic. <laughs> one of one of the biggest strains on Melissa and my friendship is that I didn't know her before her wedding. It's so <laughs> And sad. it makes me so sad. You came into my life, like, so soon after. Yeah, too. like, about a year after. <sighs> Very sad. It's really upsetting. It upsets me on a daily basis. Because you would have been, like, in my bridal party at this point in my life. Yeah, like, it's very <laughs> upsetting. I don't understand. I don't know how we'll move had on a from different this. Plan. We'll have to end the podcast now. No! Forever! <laughs> have another wedding! <laughs> okay, when the day comes that you get married, I will be there, and I will Perfect. be so excited. In 30 years, <laughs> I'll give you a call! <laughs> And we will get that going. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Um, yeah. But yes, that was, that was sad that he didn't actually get to experience it. Because I think, even though this, like, I like the term you used, emotional comedy. I watched this as, like, a rom-com. And I don't, like, watch those kinds of movies for the comedy. I watch them for the emotion. and Absolutely. And the romance or whatever it might be. And... Like, the, the feel-good, and I hated that it didn't end that way. Yeah, I feel like there could have been some other, like, funny thing that happened at the wedding to, like, make it ridiculous, but he still could have exactly. been with his daughter. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, a wedding reception is, like, five hours long. And she leaves, she fully leaves the wedding without even seeing him. Like, yeah. once. And she's obviously upset about it. Yeah. Like, girl, stop and see your dad. It's your wedding. You can do what you want. I learned that. <laughs> literally you can do what you want yeah so yeah we both take issue with the ending i know it's just really sad because it's such a good movie and then for it to end on that yeah i was like why why am i sad i know but i mean great things about that wedding the dresses let's talk about it annie has a giant bow on the back of her dress (gasps) and all of her bridesmaids have giant bows in the back of their dresses annie's dress was stunning oh it was she's a model first of all she's gorgeous just stunning and that dress was stunning yes i love dresses that have those little buttons going all the way up i know that one had it right (laughs) yes yeah with the bow on the bottom now i can't remember if mine did i think my dress had buttons but i can't remember and none of the pictures surrounding us have the back of my dress guys none of the hundred pictures surrounding (laughs) us have a photo of the back of Melissa's dress. It's no. unfortunate, but I think it probably did. I don't know. It had stripes, which was very unconventional. And I love What it. are some of your favorite wedding-based movies other ooh, than this? Ooh, ooh, so fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got way too excited there. If you had to pick one other one, what would it be? The Wedding Date. The Wedding Date. That's not one of my favorites, actually. Okay. Though I love both of them. Here's the thing, though. When I was in college... And my college friends are going to be very excited to hear this story told on this podcast. Um, Two of my best friends lived together freshman year. And they had, like, this very high armor kind of thing in their room. And both of them are on the shorter side. And the TV and the DVD player were on top of the armor. So in order for them to, like, get up there and change the DVD, they had to, like, pull out like a giant step stool and like stand on their tiptoes and it was a whole process to change what was in there and the wedding date got put in there very early in the year and at some point we just stopped changing the dvd because it was just too much work so they watched that movie all the time like all the time and i was over there all the time and now 
and it just sort of became a thing like we know all of the lines to that movie and I have a group of like I have four best friends from college and a lot of us have gotten married and this is the movie that we watched the night before our weddings that and is so cute we quote it and we have shout outs and it's it's just it's a thing it's not a great movie I'm not gonna lie but it's so great I can't believe I just love these little traditions I'm learning that's yes. so cute oh my goodness wedding world is wedding world great. is great yeah so what's yours I need to know your favorite wedding my movie. favorite wedding movie has to be 27 dresses great movie I love that movie I have seen that movie five million times and I just I love Katherine Heigl is a comedic genius I love her she's awesome and the movie itself is just so good and I love I just love it and I yeah. love James Marsden let's be real that's probably why I love it more than any <laughs> other wedding movie he's adorable he's beautiful and yeah. and I love the Benny and the Jet scene in the bar it's one of the best scenes in any rom-com ever yeah um but I will have to say that for me it comes second to oh my goodness why did I just blank on the song from my best friend's wedding say a little prayer that's what oh, it was oh yeah when they sing say a little prayer in the restaurant with her like with the fiance's whole family yeah so great such an awesome scene I found out recently that Matt has not seen this movie and we need to watch it like right away because that is also one of my favorite wedding movies I have a whole list I could talk about wedding movies all night we really could I I won't because (laughs) I think we'll lose all of our listeners if I do that yeah is there anything else that we need to talk about I'm looking at my list I don't think so this was you know I I believe our last episode was Hook. Is that correct? I think this is, correct me if I'm wrong, another movie that I don't think was, it doesn't fall into the category of everyone on earth has seen this, how have you not? It's just one of the ones that you're like, you personally have to see this, right? Um, Or has everyone seen this and I just don't know? I think a lot of people have seen this. I don't know. I feel like it was like a 1991 comedy, so... I definitely understand why you would have missed it. It's but... not unlike Hook, though. I don't think I ever even heard of Hook. Like, yeah, but I ha- have heard of yeah. Father of the Bride. Well, I think also so it probably is more widely seen than I think. I think it is, especially like Steve Martin, Martin Short comedy duo. Yeah, it's definitely very well known movie. Yeah, um, I think like Hook, like even though it's Robin Williams and Steven Spielberg, it's definitely more slated as a kids movie. Right. So I understand that not everybody would have seen that, but this is... I think what I am meaning to say is that it's this is definitely more in, like, a genre as yes. opposed to, like, a movie that everyone has it's seen. Not e. it's, not, it's not E.T. It's not Indiana Jones. It's yes. not, like, one of those, like, everyone in this life yeah. has seen it. But everyone should see it. It's, yeah. It was so good. It's a great movie. Whether or not you love weddings... Like and, it's, and I do. <laughs> it's got so much. Like there's so much heart to it. Yeah. The all the family relationships are so beautiful. Yeah. I love. There's that one scene. I I know we're like trying to wrap up, but there's that one scene before the night before the wedding, and everyone's going to bed, and Maddie go, like goes into his room to go to sleep, and he yells out like "Good night, Annie," and she yells back "Good night, Maddie. I love you," and he's like "I love you too," and then Steve Martin just like stops and puts his hand to his heart, and it's. It's, I'm tearing up thinking about uh, it. <laughs> one of my other favorite scenes is that same night when Annie is playing basketball yeah. in the middle of the night and Steve Martin joins her. See, I keep 
just call him Steve Martin. That's fine. His name is George Banks. <laughs> I can't think see, of him he as He has the same else. name as the dad in Mary Poppins. It's true. I love that he goes out to join her and it starts snowing out of nowhere. Yeah. It's a very Gilmore Girls moment, I thought. I get that. But yeah, really, really, just a very heartwarming, good movie. A, a classic for a reason. We know yeah. it. So now we have a scale. We worked out a scale on our last episode. What was it? Between there are too many Peter Pan movies <laughs> and and return and no and uh, John Mrs. John Williams. John Williams is my husband. Oh, I think was the top the of scale? it. Oh <laughs> lord, where does this fall on our on, on there our are movies? Too many Peter Pan movies to to John Williams John is my Williams husband. Is my husband. It definitely falls. I think in I want to create a middle. And then I want this to fall in between the middle and the top. Like Ooh. three quarters. Oh, yeah, you know? That makes me happy. It was it was so good. I just feel like it's undeniably good. I don't know how it you like, watch it and don't <laughs> enjoy it, you know? I don't know. I it's mean, just so heartfelt. And I get if you're like sweet. really not into movies or like really not into like cute father-daughter relationships. I, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, that would be the case then yeah. that you wouldn't like it. I just think it's one. there's nothing to even like pick apart about it. It just is what it is. And it's and it's. So cute. Yeah. I want to think of another... Like, like a middle ground? Yeah, like a middle um, ground to put this in. Well, I don't know. I mean, we're only so many movies in. So I guess it depends on what movie you think hits that middle ground. I guess this hits... We can allow this to hit the middle ground, like, but it would be up in the upper echelon yeah. of the middle ground. Okay. That was a big word. It's in the upper middle class <laughs> of the scale of okay, movies. Okay, great. It's definitely not like my favorite favorite that we've seen, but it's not like I don't dislike it. It was really good. Yeah. I'm so happy. I, yeah. I knew you were going to love this movie. How could I not? I That's know. what I was saying. Like, it's just, if you know me and you know I love weddings and you know I love love and you know I love <laughs> love, <laughs> then. How could you not love love? Then you know yeah. that I would love this for sure. Yeah. Oh, and before we wrap up, really yeah. quick shout out to Eugene Levy as the wedding singer we yes. missed that on my list and yes. we just need to point that out because he has such a great little cameo and did i not predict that he would be the father in this you did oh my god you did <laughs> i forgot that oh yeah that's weird that was and i forgot that he made that cameo when you said that weird yeah but i don't know you had you were you were getting there you were close i was close but <laughs> not robert de niro not robert de niro no. that would have <laughs> been a very different movie and not russell crowe no. no, Russell Crowe was, 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 that was that was Hook. That was Hook because <laughs> apparently if I hear Pirate, <laughs> I think Russell Crowe, and I think I got that from Les Mis, even though he wasn't a pirate, but he, he was, was not he a pirate. Was, he was just there. He was working on a boat. He wasn't working on a boat. He was working in the shipyard. That's, I guess it was a shipyard. He was. I guess I wouldn't call it working on a boat, but... <laughs> He was definitely working. He was like a taskmaster. He was working in and around a boat. <laughs> okay, so Russell Crowe is a forever pirate. You should just stop me. Never Robert right De Niro <laughs> will be a forever father. He's a forever father because yeah. he meets the so parents. Yeah. Some people are just known for the kinds of roles that they've played. And Eugene Levy also, I guess, is a forever father from American Pie. I would say Steve Martin's a forever father from. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, whatchamacallit. Even though he was in that after this. But I, I want saw Steve first. Martin, like... So I used what to... What is that movie I'm thinking of? Hold on. What? Twelve with Oh, Cheaper by the Dozen. Yes. I saw that, obviously, yes. before I saw this, but... 
Steve Martin has always been one of my picks. Like, have you ever made your celebrity family? No. No? Okay, so <laughs> I used to talk about, like, if I, like, didn't have my family and I could, like, choose my family from celebrities. What kind of world are we living be? in <laughs> where this is what you think about? Uh, well, obviously, I think about movies a lot more than you do. It's true, actually. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, Julie Andrews was always my grandmother. Oh my god, I love that. Right? I don't remember who I picked as a grandfather, but the father was oh, always it's... a toss-up between Steve Martin and Colin Firth, because Colin Firth as the dad in um, What a Girl Wants. Oh, what a great movie. So Wait, but he abandons her for all those years. I know, but like, she- you but want like that? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not, at, not that character. But, like, that was when I first, like, discovered and loved Colin Firth. Oh, I love um, that movie. I love that movie so much. But then, like, it, Colin Firth is just amazing, and I and I love him. Is it sad so, that in thinking about who I would want as my celebrity family, the first thing I think of who, who I would want to be my dad is Mufasa? <laughs> <laughs> like, Mufasa or James Earl Jones? No, Mufasa. <laughs> and, like, Mufasa straight up dies. Like, I don't want that. No. But I do think Mufasa's a great dad. He is. He's so great. He's a lion. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I don't know if I've said this yet on this podcast, but my favorite movie of all time is The Lion King. Yeah, you've talked about it. Okay. (laughs) So I guess that makes sense, but that's my pick. I guess in the next few episodes, I'll keep you informed of who my other picks are for members okay. of my celebrity we'll family. We'll talk about it for sure. But so far, Mufasa's my dad. I'm so glad in this podcast about Father of the Bride, we've really stayed on task. Yeah, we have. So, I don't know. My my family changes sometimes, but Julie Andrews has always been my grandmother. I love in my, that for you. In my imaginary celebrity family. Love that journey for you. Oh, I love her. We don't have any Julie Andrews movies on the list. Actually, I haven't seen them all. She's not been singing in the rain? No. Um, okay, so we should wrap this up because we're going to start to ramble about weddings and family and celebrities. Oh, and... like we haven't already. I know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I hope you're used to it. If you're still listening to this podcast, we're five episodes in, so you know that we ramble at the end. Yep. <laughs> but okay, so let's wrap. Thank you all for listening. As always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We post a lot of cool content during the week and we'll post our clues leading up to our next movie pretty soon. And we hope you enjoyed and that you'll listen to us again. So once again, I'm Melissa Curley. I'm Brielle. I guess Brooke this time. There's no John Williams in this one. How sad. You can always be Brielle John Williams. I can, even when we don't watch a John Williams. Absolutely. Okay, I'm Brielle John Williams. (laughs) (laughs) With conviction. With conviction. Do you want to take us out today? I put you on the spot last time and... Oh God, get this off now. All right. <laughs> Bye everyone. Bye. <laughs>